Well, hello everyone out there in podcast world. And yes, if you are hearing us on a Monday, that means we are probably plugging our Patreon. So if you're not interested and want to just continue to hear stuff on the main feed, no worries. Throughout the month of August, we are going back to school with a number of school-based horror films. And over on Patreon, we're actually releasing our new commentary track. And much like on the main feed, we are indeed heading back to school And our commentary this month is exactly what you think it is. Yes, we are indeed talking 1982's pieces. So we thought we'd offer up a little taste of what the commentary is like. And if you'd like to access that, have access to that and a number of other things, head on over to patreon.com slash nightmarejunkhead to be part of our film family over there. But of course, if you are listening to this, you are part of our film family. So hope you have a great week and we will see you here the normal time on Friday. The thumping music is rad. It sets up the scene nicely. The guy on the left in any other college university film would have been this film's nerdlinger. Yeah, exactly. He's nerdlinger. Can we agree? All agree on that? Yes, absolutely. And I I library glasses, sweater. Look at him. Look at him. And I I grew up on boner jams, eighties horror films, and I say that because I technically would probably be that guy in this movie. But he's getting pussy thrown left and left and right all over this place. He is like this. He must have wrote this movie and directed this movie because, like, the fact that he's so not like, hey, hey, yeah, oh, I'm gonna go back to my studies. He is a very untraditional leading man in your horror film or your boner jam, mm-hmm. either or. I, and I like that aspect to this film. In fact, all of the other people around him, for the most part, are fairly normal looking. Yeah. Are the kind of people maybe you would see in high school, or not in high school, but in university setting? There's our favorite professor. Well, also, our favorite professor is rocking a mustache that is John Waters-esque. It's not as thin, but it's... It's almost John Holmes-esque, though, too. It's like He's like a cross between John Waters and John Holmes. I, you know what? I'll take his class. He's John Waterholmes. I'm, I'm all, uh, sign me up, my then friend. All of a sudden, ladies and gentlemen, sultry saxophone, saxophone music. She's gone on naked now. The score of this movie is so all over the place. It's and I love that. I and the saxophone that plays in here now. And sure enough. More, and this movie is very gratuitous not only in the gore but also the nudity now i remember this shot cena for the first time and we had just watched mandy not but i think three weeks before we watched this every time i see this i just want to see somebody give me some sandwiches just being pulled into the, <laughs> woods. In the background yeah. yes well as it turns out uh not going into the woods but into the water and a little anecdote here when they were shooting this movie, it was in the month of December, and as it turns out, this pool here wasn't heated. Oh no. hell no! And they didn't, and they were shooting. It's my, you know, an indie film, so it was very low budget. So, unfortunately, the actor that went in here almost died. 
Holy shit. Which, yeah. Hypothermia. Exactly. And you hear that a lot with the low budget horror films like that where you're set in a in water and that to me would be the first sign indicator of nope i just can't do this like, oh no fuck no they're like okay we need you to die in the pool nope because i really will you know but sure enough what goes good with saxophone but like the uh, the living embodiment of the criminal watch neighborhood sign <laughs> somehow they summoned him at this university right. at this university we watch you well he also looks like well this is where an argument of a classic jalo villain as well yeah he's got the hat but apparently uh jp simone the direct writer director was going for the shadow Oh, I can like definitely the shadow see nose? that. Yeah. Exactly. And of course, once you say that, it's like, aha. Mm-hmm. But if you're a horror fan, you see a Jalo villain. But That sucks to die by net, though, but it's kind of cool that he caught a big one. No, you got. No, I think if it's uh, you have to go to the size chart. Yeah. If, if it's a junior or above, you're good. <laughs> Sophomore below, you have to throw him back. <laughs> Catch and release. <laughs> Well, this is, I should mention the gratuity of this movie. It does go both ways. Uh, we often talk about equal part, equal offending or equal opportunity nudity. Yeah. We're going to see Dong later on, ladies and gentlemen. And that goes back into play. And if you've been going... <laughs> Let me just get my handy chainsaw that I happen to have here. Well, oh no, this chain, I'm convinced that... It's a that, magical chainsaw. No, it's not the chainsaw that's magical. His It's their overcoat, his, her, we don't know. Their overcoat is like a TARDIS, where they can just everything can exist underneath there. He's like a Forty Second Street street peddler. He's got the, like all the like. Hey, you want to buy a chainsaw, kid? He Run. Can, he can actually uh, chain down your beaded curtains to whatever size you need. This dude. Okay. Have you seen Kendall? Everybody's asking if you've seen Kendall. Now he's also. I don't know if it's the denim and the jeans or the blue in his shirt, but there's something off-putting about that color combination. And Who gives a shit. <laughs> and, and actually, no, the blue in both of their like I don't know production designer or costume like designer. IKEA, but it's blinding. Yeah, it is. It's it's something that it's a color now I can't unsee. It's Boston via Madrid via Sweden. <laughs> Boston blue. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> 